This is Point of View with Chris Berg. Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thank you so much for joining us here on this Monday evening. Well, the cancel culture is real and they might be coming after you next. Be aware. So last night, President Trump spoke at CPAC. We're going to dive into some of that in just a moment. Also, South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem had some very powerful things to say. But I want to start tonight in regards to cancel culture, because over the weekend, I got canceled on YouTube. And when you find that why, it's absolutely stunning. I'll kind of give you some highlights here and then play uh, some President Trump when he was in New Jersey. But you may remember President Trump recently in New Jersey talked about uh, his lawsuit he was going to file against big tech because of the cancel culture, because of censorship. So we basically live streamed the former president's speech in regards to First Amendment rights, in regards to filing a lawsuit against big tech. Well, come to find out, I ended up getting canceled on YouTube because of medical misinformation in regards to a First Amendment rights speech in regards to a lawsuit. So just to give you some context here, I'm going to play a little bit of President Trump when he was in New Jersey. Then we'll get to the CPAC stuff. But this is President Trump um, at his speech, former President Trump at his speech in New Jersey in regards to this lawsuit and your First Amendment rights. Google and YouTube have deleted countless videos that dared to question the judgment of the World Health Organization, which has been wrong so often. It's been a really pipe organ for China, as most of you know. Calling those videos misinformation, including videos that consist of clear scientific fact. Doctors and medical groups have been barred from these platforms for posting about therapeutics such as hydroxychloroquine. Huh, that's a familiar name. Which now, most recent studies say, is effective in combating the virus. Three cents a pill. The drug companies don't like three cents a pill. Three cents a pill is what it costs. Shocking, I mean, stuff that we think about me being canceled by simply live streaming that event right there. And you can hear President Trump talk about some of the things that Google has been doing. You know, Facebook as well was essentially canceling people that suggested suggested that the COVID virus came from the Wuhan lab. So we live stream that. I want to share with you what YouTube and Google now have done, because I actually was paying for YouTube TV. So I was trying to give them money and they wouldn't even allow me to give them money after streaming that event. Here's what they had to say. Now, to be fair, it was my fourth strike with YouTube because I had done live streams with Mike Lindell, other President Trump events. So I'm not going to suggest those strikes were legitimate, but it's YouTube. It is what it is. But you can see the middle graphic here. It says, hey, Chris Berg, our team has reviewed your content. And unfortunately, we think it violates our medical misinformation policy. We've removed the following content from YouTube. And you can see here President Trump live in New Jersey speaking about the First Amendment. So you got to tell me how in the world... Does a First Amendment speech tie into medical misinformation simply because he was suggesting there about hydroxychloroquine? There are studies out there that are suggesting hydroxychloroquine actually works against COVID and potentially even as a, a prophylactic. Put, put it together. President Trump talked about three cents per pill. Says Big Pharma doesn't like that. You can tie those loose ends together yourself. But here's what was most shocking for me. So I thought, OK, eventually I'm going to appeal this. It is what it is. YouTube's got their own guidelines. But I'm using YouTube TV. And I think if you look at the one here, 
uh, which would be on your far left, this action isn't allowed. So the, the email account that I was using to utilize YouTube TV, which is 65 bucks a month, or YouTube TV wouldn't even allow me to use that email to pay them, to give them money, which now I'm glad they didn't because I no longer obviously want to use that service. They're going to cancel me over live streaming a former president's speech in regards to First Amendment rights. I, I bring all this up to you so you understand what is happening. We've talked about this many times before, but when Twitter obviously didn't uh, put out the New York Post story in regards to Hunter Biden's laptop, you know, now we find out there was a, an FBI investigation and yet big tech thwarted that. There was pulling out to the suggested, hey, if voters would have known about that story ahead of time, they potentially may have voted differently. So it's just the power that these tech oligarchs have, this tech tyranny, what we need to do, and that's why President Trump filed this lawsuit, but to protect ourselves and be able to go out there and have valid conversations about different things that are now bearing out to potentially be true. So I want to play for you a little bit about President Trump and CPAC because he spoke more about what was happening in regards to being canceled, this unbelievable cancel culture. As a matter of fact, Anything at CPAC, anything at CPAC, Google, YouTube, cancel, cancel. You couldn't even live stream the stuff on your YouTube account. YouTube and Google weren't even allowing CPAC videos, CPAC speakers to be live streamed on YouTube. Here's President Trump uh, talking more about that. To protect the constitutional rights and liberties of every citizen, this week I filed a major class action a lot of people are joining yep a big class action lawsuit against uh, the big tech giants we are suing facebook twitter and google And to show you the arrogance, uh, I was just talking to Mercedes, I guess. Matt, you announced that they're trying to take this incredible, I think much more than 50% of our country. I really do. Because there's no way they can be 50% with defund the police, sanctuary cities, and all of the crazy things that they espouse. There's no way. But I heard they just filed where they want to take everybody down. Honestly, they're going too far. They're going too far. They're so spoiled, you know, it's like a spoiled, spoiled child. I want that toy dad, but I also want this one, this one, this one. Eventually, bad things happen. <laughs> we are taking Mark Zuckerbucks, Jack Dorsey, and the other Silicon Valley billionaires to federal court, and we will keep on fighting until we have stopped this assault on our liberties and until we have restored the sacred right to freedom of speech for every single American. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? They basically canceled CPAC. And we said before about how this is such a war for our minds. And if you don't have the right information, makes it, I didn't say, well, you could say right with CPAC, right? But if you don't have all the information that, that isn't able to get in your mind, it makes that war easier to win with some people. It's amazing what's happening, folks. Watch this very, very closely as we go into, obviously, the midterms in 2022 and, of course, the presidential election in 2024. But I want you to understand that they're coming after you next. 
This is a fight worth fighting to ensure that we can go out there and have good conversations. More on that in a moment, because South Dakota Governor Christy Noem talked about getting out there and talking to more and more people, winning over the hearts and minds of people through conversations, ideas. That's the beautiful thing about politics. So early on in President Trump's speech, he did give a shout out to South Dakota Governor Christy Noem. And I think many people are suggesting, boy, that could be quite the pair right there in 2024. South Dakota Governor Christy Noem, uh, Donald Trump running as president. What's your point of view on that? So two things. One of the things that Governor Christy Noem talked about was how South Dakota handled the COVID situation, the COVID crisis. And this is pretty powerful on her part because, as we know, uh, she was doing everything she could to create more liberties, more freedoms for as many people as possible in South Dakota. So in the context of what she said here, she even took a couple jabs at some GOP governors. When I ran for governor almost three years ago, I ran on the message that South Dakota could be an example to the nation. I had no idea it was going to happen during a pandemic. But we have to speak the truth as well. Now, South Dakota was the only state to never close a single business. The only state. We talk about we thank you. We talk about rewriting history. Let's talk about rewriting history. We've got Republican governors across this country pretending they didn't shut down their states, that they didn't close their beaches, that they didn't mandate masks, that they didn't issue, issue shelter in places. Now I'm not picking fights with Republican governors. All I'm saying is that we need leaders with grit, that their first instinct is to make the right decision that they don't backtrack and then try to fool you into the fact that they never made the wrong decision. So demand honesty from your leaders. Demand honesty from your leaders and make sure that every one of them is willing to make the tough decision. South Dakota did not do any of those. We didn't mandate, we trusted our people, issued and told them that personal responsibility was the best answer. And this is, this is a short rundown of what's happening in South Dakota right now. I have the least amount of hours lost by any worker in the entire state, least amount of wages lost by any worker in this state, the least amount of businesses close in the entire nation in South Dakota. My unemployment rate is 2.8% in the state of South Dakota. I have the fastest growing GDP rate in the nation. Texas in 2020, last quarter, their GDP rate was 7.5%, South Dakota's 9.9% in our state. Thousands and thousands of people are moving to our state. And they're moving there not because we have beaches and not for our weather. I don't know that's shocking. They're moving because they want to live somewhere where the government respects them. They're, they want to be free, and they know they can do that in South Dakota. Hundreds of businesses are moving into our state. Powerful comments there from South Dakota Governor Christy Noem. And that is why you see, in fact, last week we were at the Bell Bank Ag Views, and one of the speakers talked about the rural renaissance. People love freedom. I've got friends from the West Coast right now that are actually looking to move into, which I know some of you may not want to hear this, but looking to move to South Dakota and or North Dakota because of the liberty, because of the freedom 
And I bring that up because we talk about it often here on the show. And what can we do now to attract more companies and more workers? Because we know we've got the workforce issue here in North Dakota. But one of those things is speaking about freedom, freedom, freedom. All right, Governor Noam, also when she spoke, when she really walked up to the mic, she talked about she's got a new grandbaby. I think it's actually her first grandbaby uh, so far. So she's got a new grandbaby, very proud uh, grandma. And she said, you know, one of the reasons I do what I do is because I want to save America. I'm not happy with what we could potentially be transferring on to my brand new, uh, brand new grandbaby. And so we need to do more to save America. So she talked about that and then she sort of wrapped it up with a couple ideas. She's suggesting that, hey, here's a couple of things that we can do to continue to have freedom and liberty in the United States I'm of America. Ask all of you to do what needs to be done. Number one, this country is addicted to being offended. We are offended by everything everybody says. And I just need you to get over yourselves, okay? Just get over yourselves. There are people that you quit talking to because they offended you. And you think they're too liberal, too left, too crazy, too insane, whatever that you're not gonna to talk to them anymore. Get over yourself. Start having those conversations again because that's how we win the hearts and minds of this country back. The second thing, and this is the last thing I'm gonna say, I need you to wake up happy. You woke up this morning in the United States of America. You are better off. You are better off than 95% of the people in this world just because you woke up in this country. Be optimistic. Don't watch the news. It sucks. It really does. It's horrible. Be happy. People will be drawn to you by your optimism because we as conservatives are the only ones who really know what hope is. May God bless you and may God bless the United States of America. Have a wonderful day. That's what we talk about on the show here, planting those seeds of faith, hope, love, and truth because you got to be a joyful warrior as you're going out there and communicating ideas. That is the power of this great experiment, the United States of America. So two things of what she said there. One, obviously, is, hey, go out and talk to more people. It's ideas. We, we should not be afraid to go out, no matter what your ideas or thoughts are, to express those and have those conversations in respectful, loving ways. That is what we want to do, or what anybody wants to do, is they go out there and have a conversation with somebody. Say, hey, these are my thoughts and ideas, but do it in a very respectful and loving way. And then she says there about wake up happy. And part of that is just simply being grateful that you are a U.S. citizen, that you wake up in the United States of America. Look what's going on in Cuba right now. Communism, shortages on healthcare, shortages on medical supplies, shortages on potential food because of the communist regime in Cuba. You can see what's going on there. And yet you've got people right now that are in positions of power in this nation suggesting that we should continue to go towards that continuum of communism. Rather than more liberty, they want less, i.e. the tech tyrants, right? So I never forget, we had Matura on our show a while back, and you know, he's from South Sudan, spent time in a refugee camp in Ethiopia, and he says, Chris, the United States of America gives me all the freedoms that I need. And I just thought that was such an amazing statement coming from somebody that wasn't born and raised here, came here and says, I love this country. I love the freedoms that this country provides me. So let's just be grateful for that. Um, I want to share with you about this, speaking about being a joyful and happy warrior. Uh, we here at Valley News Live, unfortunately, lost one, and it was way too soon. 
We had a young woman that worked here named Christy Johnson. She was a director here at Valley News Live, oftentimes directed uh, point of view and recently passed away due to cancer. And one of the most amazing things about Christy is that you wouldn't know. I mean, she's going through this battle, right? Battling for the survival of her life. And yet she would show up with an amazing attitude. Anytime you would chat with her, she would be asking about how things are going in your life. What's new with you? Um, she just had this incredible spirit about her, incredible persona, and just a, such a tremendous loss and way too soon here, not just for our team here at Belling is Live, but really for the entire planet. So if you can, um, please keep Christy Johnson and her family in your thoughts and prayers. I know they and we here at Valley News Live would really, really appreciate that. Christy, just know that you will be missed. Uh, we love you and thank you for all your amazing contributions to what you did here for our community. All right, stay with us. Uh, please share your point of view with us. Very easy to do. You can email us, text us, leave us a voicemail. We'll be right back with your points of view. <laughs> 